1: The Mixed Mornings and More podcast with Steph. Now available daily. Good morning, world! It is Friday, December twenty second, twenty twenty three. Mister Christmas himself is here this morning. Bob McKay. Good hello.
0: morning, everybody! Merry Christmas!
1: Oh, you are such a joy, and especially like right before Christmas. I'm just, I'm just so happy that you're here.
0: Oh, when you told me you wanted me to be coming today, I was like, whoop, whoop.
1: <laughs> and you even like dressed for it. Absolutely. You have like a fireplace mantle on, yeah, all dust out tinsel, <laughs> some lights even. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll have to post a picture in a few minutes, but uh, Bob, I have to ask you the small talk question of December.
0: Mm, really, the small talk is about food.
1: No, it's are you ready for Christmas? Oh, I'm talking <laughs>
0: about food Christmas. Oh, you got to understand. Like I told you before, <laughs> I'm a foodie, right? But, yeah. yeah. Are we ready? And I believe it, oh, a lot of people aren't. It's amazing the conversation we have in the office.
1: Yeah, I'm not ready. I, well, I know I have all my groceries up and done, but then I just keep thinking of things. Like, for instance, today I thought, Cranberries, I didn't buy cranberries, so I need to Mm, go back to the store, and my husband needs a few more things for his stocking, so I'm like almost there. I hope to be done today, but you, being so prepared and the whole month long, getting ready, (laughs) are you ready for Christmas? I think
0: so. Yeah? Luckily, I have a wife who keeps things very organized, so I'd say we're there. Yeah, I would say we're there.
1: Grocery shopping done?
0: Nope.
1: Presents (laughs) bought? Yes. Wrapped? Wrapped? Yes. Okay. Yeah, wow. Hey, we're, we're
0: ahead of the game. You I got a person are. at work that hasn't even started shopping yet.
1: Uh oh. Well, yeah. there might not be anything left. <laughs> <laughs> right? Advent calendars were almost out of chocolates or whatever. Who, you know, everybody has a different thing that they put in their advent calendar. I see calendars. the beer
0: ones. are pretty cool, eh?
1: Yeah, totally. I yeah. was at somebody's house who who shared his beer of the day yesterday. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> but at your house, you have like a special, very special tradition with your kids for advent calendars.
0: Absolutely. We have the, I call it the advent calendar war update. <laughs> so anyway, everybody has been listening to us over the last few weeks. I've been talking about the advent calendar war at my home. So, as a reminder, I have two kids. They're not really kids, so 22, my daughter, and my son's 31. <laughs> and they've been having this little battle over who supremely rules the Advent calendar. Well, the update, folks, is my son has won. There's no way my daughter can come back.
1: Oh, no. Okay, and so they don't live with you anymore, but you have this calendar at your house. Yes. And um, as a great dad who wants to teach your kids a lesson, you haven't decided to put two chocolates in each day. You just put one and said, fight it out, kids.
0: Creates a little bit of competition,
1: yes. Battle of the fittest, (laughs) who can get up the earliest. (laughs) And your kids have literally been racing each other in the morning to get their... To Get the chocolate first
0: absolutely they either come either come late at night, so in the, the crack of midnight boom they get it or first thing in the morning we hear the door squeak open at five thirty in the morning, <laughs> and somebody's just there to get the chocolate, so it is I, my kids are amazing it's just
1: <laughs> so fun, and then they send you pictures of like videos it was me pictures yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So good. So, unfortunately, your daughter can't catch up. No. Is she no still going to try, though, because I hear the chocolates are really delicious. Yes, they are actually are. I'm,
0: I'm hoping so, because i I got to tell you, folks, it's so entertaining just hearing the door squeak in the morning and somebody, the, and you hear the little video being recorded. It's, it is so funny, and it's a tradition I hope you carry on for years to come. It's so fun.
1: <laughs> Thanks for sharing, Bob. No worries. The It Gift this year, what is it? Any thoughts?
0: Uh, No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it seems like you know. There's always some sort of appliance. I remember the Nespresso machine. Yeah, I got one of
0: those Nespressos. Actually, we enjoyed their coffee.
1: You 100%. enjoy? Okay, you're saying it past tense though. Does that mean that you got it, enjoyed it, and then well, ran out all, of? Pods we all know the, ch- the
0: challenges again? of the Fort McMurray water. Well, the water killed the machine. Oh, we, yeah, no. so just, we, we did the water treatment thing and everything, but it killed it. So we went back to there, our good old Keurig.
1: Okay, interesting. Now, what about the Instant Pot? Was that one of the things under the tree some year?
0: Yep, and that's going to be at the yard sale this spring. It's just you know <laughs> we used it once we did ribs in it and it's just you know now we're under the air fryer things they're they're huge Ooh, we just yeah. got ourselves one of the big ten quart ninja air fryer
1: oh my goodness then is it called the ninja foodie
0: yes I okay think it is, yeah. okay
1: but, and that was like and that's kind of been the it for almost yeah. like two years now like people have really been been air frying it it out has for a been while.
0: I'm, I'm going to throw back to people that are close to my age I remember when the microwave came out that was <laughs> oh, the hugest thing in the world. What? <laughs> and so, when the microwave came out, and then all of a sudden people start popping popcorn in it, it was like, "What
1: is this?" <laughs> it's the
0: most amazing thing in the world to have a microwave <laughs> you're, popcorn.
1: You're, you can't be that old. Oh, I am yeah, fifty-four not, years old. Fifty-four is not old enough. When did the microwave come out? I, I
0: think it came out in like the eighties or something it like did that. Did not. Yes.
1: Well, I had a microwave my whole life, and I was born in the eighties.
0: Well, there you go. Was it came I out a when you were it? born, it came out with you. When you were born,
1: every family had a microwave. It wasn't a novelty. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes it was okay.
1: sorry all right now um this year though they're saying it's the ninja creamy i don't like the name <laughs> i guess what it makes
0: creamy stuff
1: creamy stuff ice cream
0: nice that'll be on the, that'll be down you and i chatted earlier about the room it's where all the appliances go after that one time first time use yeah. it goes
1: to the room it does seem like that's probably where it's going to end up mainly because it only has one function You know, Mm. you you put your thing that you want to turn into a creamy frozen delight into the container, you freeze it, then you press play on the blender, glorified, and it turns it into a creamy frozen delight. But then then you have to store the appliance that only makes the creamy frozen delight.
0: Or, Or you can go to the local grocery store and buy a tub
1: uh yeah that could <laughs> that could work too and i mean if you really wanted to see it mixed on site as well um mm. a lot of the gas stations have those for real things
0: yes Do yeah. you,
1: okay question yeah ninja creamy or is fur real a better name i think
0: fur real because this <laughs> the way this looks like the way you're saying it fur real <laughs> I and i, saying, no, I got that. a creamy i don't yeah you know yeah, come on
1: <laughs> christmas eve traditions we all have them what happens at your house
0: Uh, It's kind of cool We all get together Usually get the meat trays Go to independent Maybe grab a meat tray Cheese tray and stuff And then we sit there Just have a really good chat And there's a little bit of a attention thing you know because we, we had this kind of a tradition of opening that one gift and you know the wife and i would try to mitigate which one it is we try to keep it to be the cheaper one right it, and my my dear daughter always says come on dad what about that one I'm like nope <laughs> no that one's for tomorrow
1: yeah exactly but you the, don't want to ruin all your biggest surprises oh exactly christmas yeah. eve yeah, it's
0: like say we just kind of get together it's nice little time to get together chat about what we're going to do tomorrow being the big day coming and stuff and make the plan but yeah then usually go to bed close to midnight and then that's a bit, a yeah, that's, that's probably what we've done for quite a few years now.
1: Okay, now are you a pre-wrapper? Like, because on Christmas Eve, I often have to spend a lot of time by myself, locked in a room. But
0: <laughs> locked in a room, eh? <laughs>
1: locked in a room with scissors and oh. tape and so much paper. Um, but you're already done all your wrapping by then.
0: Yeah, it's it's actually. I think everything is done. I actually, I got two more gifts to go.
1: Wow, Bob, you're so prepared. I'm just amazed.
0: Oh my god!
1: (laughs) Um, Me on Christmas Eve, growing up, I we uh, I haven't been home for Christmas in a long time, but my parents always uh, go to church and then you invite whoever looks like they don't have anything to do, and then you go back to their house afterwards for meat and cheese. Yeah, oh yeah, and all the Christmas baking, and you never know who was going to show up at the house that night, but it was a lot of fun. (laughs) That's really cool.
0: That's really cool (laughs) tradition to have, because you know there is a lot of people unfortunately don't get to spend time with people during Christmas so it's, it's great that they open their doors for that yeah, amazing people.
1: I went to fix my toilet paper holder the other day interesting yeah it was it's one of those stands and like the one screw in it came loose oh and so it yeah just started waving there. at me yeah. yeah you try to like pull the toilet paper and it's like I'll come with it <laughs> <laughs>
0: I hate when that happens
1: me too and so I got frustrated enough went out to the shed grabbed my husband's multi screwdriver so mm-hmm. any end you could ever think of I flip up that toilet paper <laughs> holder upside down and it's shaped like a house
0: Oh, the the Allen key.
1: Well, thank you for being so aware of what that shape is, because I pushed up every different end of the screwdriver and was like, what the heck even shape is this? Is this the only shape that they make for toilet paper holders? And I have to buy a new one because I can't tighten this.
0: Apparently, yes.
1: And usually I would just run to the kitchen and grab a butter knife and tighten the screw.
0: The butter knife, the butter knife, <laughs> the now, butter knife. I, you know, I could tell you. Just we just had this conversation about assembling the toys and stuff from Christmas. Yeah. As a parent with the kids there, and you know, you, you want to have them excited. So the morning of Christmas morning comes, and they get the race tracks or the doll hosts or everything like there, and they never take the same <laughs> screwdriver. Either this little tiny tiny Phillips screwdriver that nobody <laughs> has in <their> life. <laughs> they use using a steak knife to put it together. And then you got the butter knife for the other toys. It's just, it's amazing. It's like, why can't they come together? Was, yeah. Look at IKEA. IKEA did it. They got the one Allen key.
1: Now, this is what I want to say is that maybe IKEA invented this before me, but I would like that maybe we could all move to a universal screwdriver position. Hmm. Um, because not only that, we got the Robertson or the Phillips. I think the Robertson is the Canadian one. Correct. And apparently, talking to my American husband, the far superior screw.
0: Oh, it absolutely is. It doesn't pop out as easy as the Phillips or the slot head, which yeah. everybody hates and cuts their finger. With matter of fact,
1: who knew? I did not know this. I was complaining to him about my Allen key problem, and he was just like, "Oh man, the the Robertson is the the screw of life." Yes. And I complained to him that I feel like if you put the wrong size square head in there, it always that like is ruins a challenge. Yeah, the screw a screwdriver number
0: two and number three, and so we get there. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, but he insists that who cares if you ruin the screwdriver? If you you strip a screw, you're s- screwed. <laughs> So my idea is, can we just like, you know, it's we're coming into 2024 in 2024. It's the year we get rid of all the other inferior screwdrivers and we just suddenly become the Robertson country in the world. And then,
0: wow, you know,
1: as the years go on, just like Apple puts a lightning cable on your phone and then everybody has this new cable and years and years go by. And we don't even think about the old chargers that we had so many of before could be the same for screwdrivers. We don't be even... an
0: amazing idea.
1: Thank you. Wow. We could you know, maybe change the name of it a little bit. So Robertson, but now it could be like Robert Seth.
0: It could be or the, the Slidell.
1: The slide. Oh, Doe slides over the handle. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. See, good invention. Sunshine. Bob, what was your best Christmas gift ever?
0: Being a man of my vintage,
1: of your many, vintage, many,
0: many years of Christmas. You know, I really can't pick it. Because ex- like you and I chatted about earlier, truly for me. I get my best gift every year. I get the whole family, my grandkids, my kids, everybody there together. That truly, to me, is the best thing. Hearing the noise in the house and the dogs barking and stuff. I get there. I tell you that every year I get the best gift ever.
1: You do sound like a seasoned Christmas lover to Absolutely. say the best gift is people coming together. I love that. Yeah. Um, my husband, I always find the wrapping is the best gift for me. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. He works so hard on it. Every year he makes a different theme, um, sometimes from our year or or just something that means something to me. And one year he was thinking about getting us a piano for the living room because I had kind of expressed that want. And nice. so there was a piano that he was chatting with someone about and it was going to be really big. And so what he did was he <laughs> made a cardboard piano, like absolutely beautiful, wow. the whole thing but the exact measurements of the one that he was thinking of getting. That is amazing. And the point was like, okay, first off, your gift is inside. But second off, um, can we handle this big of a piano in this small of a living room? (laughs) Great way to measure, right? (laughs) Yeah. So we we lived with it in the living room for about two weeks. And we're like, "Ah, I think we need to go with something smaller. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Well, if you are traveling today, you're going to be in good company.
0: Yes, by many.
1: By many, yeah. Apparently, it's the busiest travel day of the year today.
0: Wow. Scary when you think about it.
1: A little bit, yeah, because so many things can go wrong for so many people, mm. unfortunately.
0: And that's the thing. One little impact. It could be weather. It could be the plane. And I've been there. I, I, as a lot of people may know, I'm a, I'm a former FIFO. I used to live in Halifax, fly back and forth many moons ago. And uh, yeah, I got stuck in Montreal one time for almost three days. It three was days, not a happy, and that was this time of year, I got home on Christmas morning.
1: Oh my gosh, uh, should we tell people horror stories when they're about to make a Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah.
0: get them all pumped up.
1: <laughs> Just let them know that it could be worse if they do have travel <laughs> yeah, that's disruptions That's right, there's today. somebody out there at worse. <laughs> the good thing is as well, you know, last winter, people got stuck in the airport for days and days on end because right. of the kind of like Canada-wide blizzard. Mm. Um, but this year, if we can look at this El Nino winter as a good thing, Right. Um, doesn't seem like there's much weather anywhere. It's it's yeah. supposed to be pretty clear today. So
0: the folks back in the Maritimes right now are dealing with a little bit of stuff going on there. Oh, they have yeah. some storms and stuff. But yeah, no, it is overall. I think it's good. Should be good times for traveling today. I think at least out of our neck of the woods.
1: Yeah. So I guess what what do you say? Uh, safe travels. So, yeah. Safe
0: travels. And uh, there's a lot of Applebee's and a lot of these places you can visit and different bars in our <laughs> airports. If you get a little stressed <laughs> out.
1: Chili's. <laughs>
0: Chili's out. Gooder. <laughs>
1: The Mixed Mornings and More podcast with Steph. Now available daily. Good morning, world. It is Friday, December 22nd, 2023. Mr. Christmas himself is here this morning. Bob McKay. Good morning, there.
0: everybody. Merry Christmas.
1: Oh, you are such a joy. And especially like right before Christmas. I'm just I'm just so happy that you're here.
0: Oh, when you told me you wanted me to be coming today, I was like, whoop, whoop.
1: <laughs> and you even like dressed for it. Absolutely. You have like a fireplace mantle on. Yeah, All dressed Tinsel. <laughs> some lights even. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll have to post a picture in a few minutes, but uh, Bob, I have to ask you the small talk question of December.
0: Mm, really the small talk is about food.
1: No, it's are you ready for Christmas? Oh, I'm talking <laughs> about
0: food Christmas, uh, you gotta understand, like I told you before, I'm a foodie, right? But, yeah. Yeah, are we ready? And I believe it. Well, a lot of people aren't. It's amazing the conversation we have in the office.
1: Yeah, I'm not ready. What? i well, I know, I have all my groceries up and done, but then I just keep thinking of things, like for instance, today I thought cranberries I didn't buy cranberries so I need to go back to the store and my husband needs a few more things for his stocking so I'm like almost there I hope to be done today but you being so prepared and the whole month long getting ready (laughs) are you ready for Christmas I think
0: so yeah I'm I'm, lucky I have a wife who keeps things very organized so I'd say we're there yeah I would say we're there
1: grocery shopping done
0: nope
1: presents (laughs) bought yes wrapped Yes. Okay. Wow. Hey,
0: we're ahead of the game. I got a person at work that hasn't started shopping yet.
1: Uh oh. Well, there might not be anything left. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Advent calendars were almost out of chocolates or whatever who, you know, everybody has a different thing that they put in their advent i see calendars. the beer
0: ones. are pretty cool, eh?
1: Yeah, totally. I yeah. was at somebody's house who, who shared his beer of the day yesterday. <laughs>
0: nice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but at your house, you have like a special, very special tradition with your kids for advent calendars.
0: Absolutely. We have the, I call it the advent calendar war update. <laughs> so anyway, everybody has been listening to us over the last few weeks. I've been talking about the advent calendar war at my home. So as a reminder, I have two kids. They're not really kids, though. 22, my daughter, and my son's 31. (laughs) And they've been having this little battle over who supremely rules the Advent calendar. Well, the update, folks, is my son has won. There's no way my daughter can come back.
1: Oh, no. Okay, and so they don't live with you anymore, but you have this calendar at your house. Yes. And um, as a great dad who wants to teach your kids a lesson, you haven't decided to put two chocolates in each day. You just put one and said, fight it out, kids. Creates
0: a little bit of competition, yes.
1: Battle of the fittest, (laughs) who can get up the earliest. (laughs) And your kids have literally been racing each other in the morning to get their... To get the chocolate first.
0: Absolutely. they either come either come late at night, so in the, the crack of midnight, boom, they get it, or first thing in the morning we hear the door squeak open at five thirty in the morning. <laughs> somebody's just there to get the chocolate. So it is I my kids are amazing. It's just <laughs>
1: it's so fun. And then they send you pictures of like videos, it was me pictures, today. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So good. So, unfortunately, your daughter can't catch up. No. If she's no still going to try, though, because I hear the chocolates are really delicious. Yes, they are actually are. I'm,
0: I'm hoping so, because i I got to tell you, folks, it's so entertaining just hearing the door squeaking in the morning somebody and somebody, and you hear the little video being recorded. It's it is so funny, and it's a tradition I hope we carry on for years to come. It's so fun.
1: <laughs> Thanks for sharing, Bob. No worries. The It Gift this year, what is it? Any thoughts?
0: Uh, no. No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It seems like you know. There's always some sort of appliance. I remember the Nespresso machine.
0: Yeah, I got one of those Nespressos. Actually, we enjoyed their coffee.
1: You 100%. enjoy? Okay, you're saying it past tense though. Does that mean that you got it, enjoyed it, and then well, ran out don't, of? Pods we all know the, chi- the challenges
0: again? of the Fort McMurray water. Well, the water killed the machine. Oh, we, yeah, no. just we, we did the water treatment thing and everything, but it killed it. So we went back to there, our good old Keurig.
1: Okay, interesting. Now, what about the Instant Pot? Was that one of the things under the tree some year?
0: Yep, and that's going to be at the yard sale this spring. It's just you know <laughs> we used it once we did ribs in it and it's just you know now we're under the air fryer things they're they're huge Ooh, we just yeah. got ourselves one of the big ten quart ninja air fryer
1: oh my goodness then is it called the ninja foodie
0: yes I okay think it is, yeah. okay
1: and that was like and that's kind of been the it for almost like two years now like people have really been been air frying it it has for a been
0: while. I'm, I'm gonna throw back to people that are close to my age. I remember when the microwave came out. That was <laughs> oh the hugest thing in the world. What? <laughs> and so when the microwave came out, and then all of a sudden people start popping popcorn in it, it was like, what is this? <laughs> it's the most amazing thing in the world to have the microwave you're, popcorn.
1: You're, you can't be that old. have oh yeah, about 54 not, years old. 54 is not old enough. When did the microwave come out? I, I
0: think it came out in like the 80s or something it like did that. did not. Yes.
1: Well, I had a microwave my whole life, and I was born in the 80s.
0: Well, there you go. It came out when you were it. born, it came out with you. When you were born,
1: every family had a microwave. It wasn't a novelty. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> okay.
1: Sorry. All right. Now, um, this year, though, they're saying it's the Ninja Creamy. I don't like the name. <laughs> I guess what it makes. Creamy stuff. Creamy stuff. Ice cream.
0: Nice. That'll be on the, That'll be down. You and I chatted earlier about the room. It's where all the appliances go after that one-time, first-time use. Yeah. It goes to the room.
1: It does seem like that's probably where it's going to end up, mainly because it only has one function. You know, mm. you, you put your thing that you want to turn into a creamy, frozen delight yes. into the container. You freeze it. Then you press play on the blender, glorified, and it turns it into a creamy, flo- frozen delight. But then... Then you have to store the appliance that only makes the creamy frozen delight.
0: Or Or, you can go to the local grocery store and buy a tub.
1: uh, Yeah, that could could work too. And I mean, if you really wanted to see it mixed on site as well, um, Mm. a lot of the gas stations have those for real things. Yes. Okay, question. Yeah. Ninja Creamy or is for real a better name?
0: I think fur real because this, <laughs> this looks the way you're saying it. Fur <laughs> real. And that's why you to say, I got like a creamy. That. I don't you know. Yeah, you know, come on.
1: <laughs> Christmas Eve traditions, we all have them. What happens at your house?
0: Oh, it's kind of cool. We all get together, usually get the meat trays, go to independent, maybe grab a meat tray, or cheese tray and stuff. And then we sit there just have a really good chat. And there's a little bit of a attention thing you know because we, we had this kind of a tradition of opening that one gift and you know the wife and i would try to mitigate which one it is we try to keep it to be the cheaper one right it, and my my dear daughter always says come on dad what about that one I'm like nope <laughs> no that one's for tomorrow
1: yeah exactly but, you don't uh, want to ruin all your biggest surprises oh exactly christmas yeah. eve yeah it's
0: like say we just kind of get together it's a nice little time to get together chat about what we're going to do tomorrow being the big day coming and stuff and make the plan but yeah then usually go to bed close to midnight and then that's a bit, a yeah, that's probably what we've done for quite a few years now.
1: Okay, now are you a pre-wrapper? Like, because on Christmas Eve, I often have to spend a lot of time by myself, locked in a room. But <laughs>
0: <laughs> locked in a room, eh?
1: Locked in a room with scissors and uh, tape and so much paper. Um, but you're already done all your wrapping by then.
0: Yeah, it's it's actually. I think everything is done. I actually, I got two more gifts to go.
1: Wow, yeah. Bob, you're so prepared. I'm just amazed. Oh
0: my god.
1: <laughs> um me on Christmas Eve growing up, I we uh, I haven't been home for Christmas in a long time, but right. my parents always uh go to church and then you invite whoever looks like they don't have anything to do. And then well, cool. go back to their house afterwards for it, meat and cheese, just like yeah, oh yeah. and all the Christmas baking. And you never know who was going to show up at the house that night, but it was yeah. a lot of fun. <laughs> that's really cool. Though. That's
0: a really cool yeah. tradition to have because, you know, there is a lot of people, unfortunately, that don't get to spend time with people during Christmas. So it's it's great that they open their doors for that. Yeah. Amazing. I, people.
1: I went to fix my toilet paper holder the other day interesting yeah it was it's one of those stands and like the one screw in it came loose oh and so it yeah started waving there. at me yeah. yeah you try to like pull the toilet paper and it's like i'll come with it
0: <laughs> <laughs> i hate when that happens
1: me too and so i got frustrated enough went out to the shed grabbed my husband's multi-screwdriver so mm. any end you could ever think of I flip up that toilet paper holder upside down and it's shaped like a house
0: Oh, the the Allen key.
1: Well, thank you for being so aware of what that shape is because I pushed up every different end of the screwdriver and was like, what the heck even shape is this? Is this the only shape that they make for toilet paper holders and I have to buy a new one because I can't tighten this?
0: Apparently, yes.
1: And usually I would just run to the kitchen and grab a butter knife and tighten the screw.
0: The butter knife. The butter knife. <laughs> the now, butter knife. I, you know, I could tell you just, we just had this conversation about assembling the toys and stuff from Christmas. Yeah. As a parent with the kids there and you know, you, you want to have them excited. So the morning of Christmas morning comes and they get the race tracks or the doll hosts or everything out like there, And they never take the same <laughs> screwdriver, either this little tiny, tiny Phillips screwdriver that nobody has in their life. <laughs> so you're using a steak knife to put it together. And then you got the butter knife for the other toys. It's just, it's amazing. It's like, why can't they come together? Like, yeah. Look Uh, at Ikea. Ikea did it. They got the one Allen key.
1: Now, this is what I want to say, is that maybe Ikea invented this before me, but I would like that maybe we could all move to a universal screwdriver position, Hmm. Um, because not only that, we got the Robertson or the Phillips. I think the Robertson is the Canadian one. Correct. And apparently, talking to my American husband, the far superior screw.
0: Oh, it absolutely is. It doesn't pop out as easy as the Phillips or the slot head, which everybody hates and cuts their (laughs) finger with, matter of fact.
1: Who knew? I did not know this. I was complaining to him about my Allen key problem, and he was just like, "Oh man, the the Robertson is the the screw of life." Yes. And I complained to him that I feel like if you put the wrong size a square head in there, it always that like ruins a yeah, The screw a screwdriver, number
0: two and number three, and so we get there. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. But he insists that who cares if you ruin the screwdriver? If you you strip a screw, you're s- screwed. <laughs> <laughs> So my idea is, can we just like, you know, it's we're coming into 2024. In 2024, it's the year we get rid of all the other inferior screwdrivers and we just suddenly become the Robertson country in the world. And then,
0: wow, you know,
1: as the years go on, just like Apple puts a lightning cable on your phone and then everybody has this new cable and years and years go by. And we don't even think about the old chargers that we had so many of before. It could be the same for screwdrivers you need even... an
0: amazing idea,
1: thank you. Wow, we could you know, maybe change the name of it a little bit so Robertson, but now it could be like Robert Steph,
0: it could be or the, the S- Slidell,
1: the Slide Oh, Doe slides into the handle. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, I love it. See, good invention, Sunshine. Bob. What was your best Christmas gift ever?
0: Being a man of my vintage,
1: of your many, vintage many
0: years of Christmas, you know, I really can't pick it up ex- because like you and I chatted about it earlier, truly for me. I get my best gift every year. I get the whole family, my grandkids, my kids, everybody there together. That truly, to me, is the best thing. Hearing the noise in the house and the dogs barking and stuff. I get there. i, I tell you that every year I get the best gift ever.
1: You do sound like a seasoned Christmas lover to Absolutely. say the best gift is people coming together. I love that. Yeah. Um, my husband, I always find the wrapping is the best gift for me. Is that right? Yeah. He works so hard on it. Every year he makes a different theme, um, sometimes from our year or or just something that means something to me. And one year he was thinking about getting us a piano for the living room because I had kind of expressed that want. And so there was a piano that he was chatting with someone about and it was going to be really big. And so what he did was he made a cardboard piano, like absolutely beautiful, the whole thing but the exact measurements of the one that he was thinking of getting. That is amazing. And the point was like, okay, first off, your gift is inside. But second off, um, can we handle this big of a piano in this small of a living room? (laughs) Great way to measure, right? (laughs) Yeah. So we we lived with it in the living room for about two weeks. And we're like, "Ah, I think we need to go with something smaller. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Well, if you are traveling today, you're going to be in good company.
0: Yes, by many.
1: By many, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, it's the busiest travel day of the year today.
0: Wow. Scary when you think about it.
1: A little bit, yeah, because so many things can go wrong for so many people, mm. unfortunately.
0: One, and that's the thing. One little impact. It could be weather. It could be the plane. And I've been there. I, I, as a lot of people may know, I'm a, I'm a former FIFO. I used to live in Halifax, fly back and forth many moons ago. And uh, yeah, I got stuck in Montreal one time for almost three days. It three was days. not a happy... And that was this time of year. I got home on Christmas morning.
1: Oh, my gosh. Uh, Should we tell people horror stories when they're about to baby- Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Get them all pumped up.
1: <laughs> Just let them know that it could be worse if they do have travel <laughs> yeah, that's disruptions That's right. There's somebody out there that worse. <laughs> the good thing is, as well, you know, last winter, people got stuck in the airport for days and days on end because right. of the kind of like Canada-wide blizzard. Mm. Um, but this year, if we can look at this El Nino winter as a good thing... Right. Um, doesn't seem like there's much weather anywhere. It's it's yeah. supposed to be pretty clear today. So
0: the folks back in the Maritimes right now are dealing with a little bit of stuff going on there. Oh, they have yeah. some storms and stuff. But yeah, no, it is overall. I think it's good. Should be good times for traveling today. I think at least out of our neck of the woods.
1: Yeah. So I guess what what do you say? Uh, safe travels. So, yeah. Safe travels.
0: And uh, there's a lot of Applebee's and a lot of these places you can visit and different bars in our <laughs> airports so if you get a little
1: stressed <laughs> out. Chili's.
0: Chili's out. Gooder. Or-
1: <laughs> Turkey or ham, it's a big question right now.
0: Yep. We yes. do both.
1: You do both. You're just like, <laughs> I don't even want to have to deal with the question. I'm just going to make sure that everybody's happy.
0: Oh, you, you know, it, it's just it's a nice little mix of flavors. I actually take the ham and we, uh, like you know, because most hams are pre-cooked when yes. you buy them. yeah. And so we're trying this year here. We're going to put it in the smoker so we have like a double smoked ham. Oh. Instead of putting it in the oven to reheat, we're going to do a smoker deal.
1: That's very fancy. Okay, mm. and so have you always been a double, a double turkey ham combo kind of guy or yeah. is this a new thing?
0: No, th- that's something that we kind of we've had every year just because everybody likes your taste and everybody of course you want leftovers gotta have the leftovers for the soup the sandwiches the salad whatever you do whatever the leftovers yeah so no it's a nice mix
1: okay now um, growing up my whole life if you had ham you had scalloped potatoes if you Mm. had turkey you had mashed what kind of potatoes go on your table then?
0: Yeah, uh, my wife does an amazing uh, garlic whipped potatoes. They're just like, oh, it's like eating oh, pudding. They're so delicious, wow. They're tremendous.
1: Okay, I'm loving this. I'm like, Bob, can I get an invite? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're having turkey, but my husband always insists that he could care less about that meat he's like oh really if, if we could have anything else he'd be stoked but everybody else in the group of friends that eats turkey dinner together mm. insists on the turkey
0: oh yeah i would oh, like yeah. to say turkey especially the next day i don't know what it is with stuff the next day turkey is always better the next day get a little chill to it and everything it's nice
1: yeah and if you can put like cold turkey on a sandwich of homemade bread and just like some like cold butter
0: and hot gravy
1: Ooh. no nothing what? else just turkey what? and cold butter on bread
0: No, I don't know. No,
1: is that too dry? Salt and pepper? Add that too? Salt and pepper,
0: yeah, but you need the gravy over it. Need the crazy gravy.
1: Oh, soggy, wet mess. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I've been listening to a lot of Christmas music lately and I have some questions. Sure. Okay, from Pennsylvania, can't wait to get home for some homemade pumpkin pie. Mm, I'll be home for Christmas.
0: Pumpkin pie, especially good cinnamon-y pumpkin pie.
1: Do you have pumpkin pie for Christmas? Absolutely.
0: That, and usually it's like, like an apple pie, but you got to have the pumpkin to go with the turkey? Absolute.
1: Really? Yeah. And then there's also, the, I guess maybe this is a tradition that just me, my family didn't do and anybody else I've shared Christmas with because they'd say, later we'll have some pumpkin pie. Yeah.
0: yeah <laughs> it's, uh, I think it's something that carries over from Thanksgiving because that's a very common thing with Thanksgiving as well, right?
1: Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. How about uh, chestnuts roasting on an open fire?
0: That's something I, you know, you hear in the songs all the time, and I've never, ever partaked.
1: Okay. I've started doing that since 2020. Actually, pretty good. Like a lot of work. You kind of have to soak them and you got to score them, and then you have to cook them over a fire. But then if you bring your salt shaker and uh, kind of, Take out the shell like a walnut.
0: <laughs> Sounds like way too much work for me. <laughs> I like the old, just crack the shell, pop her in, and go.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not. Uh, I don't know if it's worth it, except for the nostalgia of being like chestnut. You hum the song when you're eating them. Of course you Absolutely. do. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> then figgy pudding. Do you ever have that?
0: No. I, I like figs, but I never had figgy pudding. No. Never even heard it. What song? Sing, what has that?
1: Oh, bring us some figgy pudding. We wish mm. you a Merry Christmas. Okay. Well, yep.
0: Yeah, nope. No.
1: Okay. <laughs> well, I looked up the recipe because I was like, what the heck even is figgy pudding? It yeah. has suet in it. Ooh. Yeah. Do what? you do you remember what that is? Yes. Like beef fat?
0: Yeah. Mm, and
1: your pudding? <laughs> Isn't that supposed to be dessert? Why are you having meat fat in it? And then a sugar plum.
0: Yes. I've, it's... The plum with sugar on it. Is maybe. that what it is? I'm thinking so. Maybe not.
1: I don't know. Maybe I didn't. Someone look-
0: can correct us out there. Who knows?
1: Maybe, but that's also something I've never had at Christmas. Oh, yeah. So old school. I feel like maybe this year it could be like the the Christmas song, Christmas, and we could try everything. Maybe I'll make a pumpkin pie. Oh wow. But- for the final time bob you were here for the first day of impossible trivia and you're here for the last day wow. of impossible christmas trivia
0: i'm shedding a tear now folks me
1: too me too i i want to sound smart i guess again maybe yeah. after this i can't <laughs> we'll
0: give you a chance <laughs> i picked out some easy ones for you
1: all right i'm ready give me your first one
0: all right what happened to the drummer boy's lamb when he played his song for baby jesus
1: uh come they told me the newborn king to see <laughs> lamb, the oxen, lamb kept time. They kept time. They no, became... sorry,
0: his came, lamb came back to life.
1: What? Yes. What is this? A movie? I, that does not <laughs> happen in the song. <laughs> <laughs> is it a movie? Is that a the movie? <laughs> oh, I was like, no! He became a maestro, kind of like a metronome. He kept time. Um, okay. <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah.
1: Okay, I'll help you press the button. <laughs> Bob, yes. what pale yellow drink is plentiful at Christmas time?
0: Pale yellow drink? Oh, eggnog.
1: <laughs> wow, you got it right. <laughs> That's when I was so grossed out by. It. I was like, a pale yellow drink, it sounds awful. <laughs>
0: okay, so now for you. This is if you don't get this one, uh... What did Rudolph never get to join in?
1: Reindeer Games? Yes! Ding, 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 ding. Ding, ding, ding. Okay, and then I have one for you. Just one more. Mm, What carol contains the line, Shall come to thee, O Israel? (laughs) You have to say it like that. You can't say, O Israel, because if you say it, Shall come to thee, O Israel.
0: I know. I don't have a clue. Hit the buzzer.
1: Okay. Oh, Here we go. It's uh, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. Very popular Christmas okay, tune right
0: yeah. now. Yeah, uh, not when I generally sing. But I, send, I <laughs> well, tend to sing songs a little a more words. upbeat. I don't know what it is.
1: <laughs> uh, hey, it has been so much fun. Thank you so it's much for It's been right. a, a blast.
0: You, uh, you know, a tremendous day today.
1: Yeah, so uh, you just make me laugh so much on air and off, and I appreciate you so much. Um, but we got to go because... The next time we chat, it'll be after Christmas.
0: Oh, see you till next year.
1: Next year. <gasps> oh my oh goodness my gracious. Oh goodness, that sounds like so long away. Uh, <laughs> but we do hope that you have a very wonderful Merry Christmas. Uh, I'm out of here till after Christmas too.
0: Yeah, right on. Cool. Well, you know, so you deserve the break. I know how much work you put into working here in our beautiful city of Fort McMurray. So Thank you for all you did in 2023, and I do wish you the best in
1: 2024. Well, back at you, Bob. Back at you. Um, We hope your Christmas break is looking on the bright side.
0: Absolutely, folks. And and from me to everybody out there, I do want to thank Steph for allowing me to be part of her life here on the radio station. And I want to wish you all a very Merry Christmas. Hope you have a very enjoyable one with you. And if you're by yourself, just look forward to what life's going to bring you next year. But if you're with your family, enjoy that time, too
1: today's show? Download the Mixed Mornings and More podcast. Now available every weekday.